Welcome back to the King Melly Podcast, where every opinion is welcome and every voice can be heard. Today's episode, my pair and I sit down and we discuss everything NBA free agency related. Now, this is a conversation that we recorded yesterday afternoon around 3, 4 p.m. And I was going to upload it right away, but I wanted to stall a little bit to see what Kawhi Leonard was going to do. Fast forward to early this morning, Kawhi has yet to make a decision. As a matter of fact, he's even doubled down and his team is told woes that they won't be making a decision in the next couple of days so now we just here and we're waiting but we spoke with the assumption that kept Kawhi Leonard is going to the Lakers and after we finished recording we heard that there's a 99% chance that he may stay in Toronto so again we don't know what this man is doing but I will say I will say I guess um, the diva antics that he is putting on display have been well earned have been well earned I mean after all, he sat out in the season in San Antonio, and we all thought he was overreacting, only for him to come back to Toronto and play with his style of load management and actually win a championship. So I guess all the all the suspense, all the all the you know the melodrama of us waiting to figure out where Kawhi Leonard is gonna go. I guess he earned this. I guess he earned this right to be able to do this. So we just wait. We just wait. But. Thank you for all of the superstars who decided to make their decision as soon as the, cro- the clock struck 6 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Gave us enough content to talk about in today's episode, but I hope everybody enjoys their 4th of July. I hope we all stay safe this weekend, and I'll catch you guys back next week on the King Belly Podcast. Enjoy. Me, 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 me. <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, oh look, testing. it's a little better now. Not, not, not. All right. The maybe maybe it was out. it wasn't turned the right way. Yeah, maybe you was a little nervous about all your Brooklyn takes that you're about to get mm-hmm. off in the pot. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. Brooklyn in the ho- it's Brooklyn in the house. Uh, uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> Yo, it's it's just so it's um it's humbling to see all the Nets fans excited about um Sunday's free agency news. Uh, you know, I'm happy for you guys. Um. There's no hate <laughs> in my heart. Um, at the end of the day, I'm a fan of the game. Listen, and listen. I appreciate good basketball. I'm gonna man. tell you right now, you're one of very few Nick fans. Whoa, hold that on. have that type that, of that title. That type of uh, the the no hate in your blood. No, but the title that you're throwing on me right now. What Knicks fan? Oh, you're not a Nick fan. I don't think I fall in that category. <laughs> since when? Since since when have you denounced your Nick fandom? Well, man, look at it like this, man. At the end of the day, why do people? Why do we watch sports? For, for basketball, for the love, for the love, for the love of the game, because you enjoy the game. You know, you, you like you like the idea of watching a team and getting excited when they make good moves, getting excited when right. they win. Right, right. Over the past six or seven seasons, what has given me reason to be excited about what the Knicks have been doing? Listen, you're absolutely right. But you have to realize, I was talking to a good friend of mine. Not He's going to know who they are. Gonna, See, I'm going to put a couple of plugs in because, you know, I got a couple of people that be listening. I got I got to talk about Boston. I got a friend that, you know, she listens. I got to plug in Boston. And, and we got to talk about how good they're going to be this year without Kyrie. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, yo, yes, that's a convo. But I was talking to a Nick fan, good friend of mine. <laughs> and um, I told him, listen, as a certified Brooklyn Nets fan. Right. I have the right to give applications. I'm giving Nick fans applications to join the winning side. And I told him, he was like, oh, 
I don't know, man. I'm, I'm giving the Knicks three strikes. Three strikes. Strike one was uh, uh, Zion. They didn't get Zion. Strike. I said, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Stop right there. You're already, on, you're already about to go to strike two. I said, first of all, deep down inside, you really, wanted, you really don't want to get to strike three. <laughs> Let's just start right there. You never really want to get to strike three. So just stop at, stop at two. Oh, snap. <laughs> all right? And I told her, I said, listen. I'm, I'm going to have a cutoff, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to allow Nick fans to switch over, but for so long. But for so long. And I told him, I said, listen, you're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> your significant other has been whipping on your ass for mm. so long. Mm. Putting hands Treating you nightly. so bad. So bad. And y'all, you still loved her. You still treat, you still put a ring on it. You still, still watch the game. Still propose to it. Still subscribe to MSG. Still telling people about her. Thank you. That we gonna be look, listen, my girl gonna look good next year. Watch. She gonna be fire. Unabused you for so many years. So you don't know what a healthy relationship is. Right. You don't know what a good organization is supposed to treat you. You don't know. So all you know is to keep going back to her. So when I told her, I said, listen. You need psych. You need. You need. You need to go see somebody, man. And I can help you. You got to listen to the Ken Bickley podcast, and I will walk all Nick fans through it, and I'll help you come all over to an organization that knows how to treat their fans, treat them with respect, with love. Hey, hey, look at this. You know what I mean? Get the right players. Get a, hold get of a winning culture going. Good ownership. You understand what I'm saying? It all starts from there. So, so then he's talked about strike two. Is what did he say? Oh, they better not uh uh uh, uh get uh give a max deal to somebody like uh, um Julius Randle. Still gave him. Yo, not, 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 a max, him. not a max deal though. If you combine the two, y'all gave him <laughs> as much as you would have gave. <laughs> he, he only got three. Right. He only got three years, sixty-three million. I'm not gonna let you do And the other deal. And the other deal. He got three years, sixty-three. And what was the second one? Who, who, who's the second? The second one? player you picked up, Taj Gibson or, or Reggie Bullock? Which one? Let's start with Taj. How much y'all gave Taj? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then y'all was gonna, and it adds up to about thirty-four million, which was allegedly said that the Knicks didn't want to give, but you can give it to two different players that can't even hold a candle to Kevin Durant. Well, here's the, here's the thing. One, we missed out on Kevin Durant. Two, the Knicks. What they're doing now is acquiring players. On team option contracts right. for next season, to trade them. To so try next year, either, either try to trade them or you know get rid of them. The only issue, also to add, is Bobby Portis is on that list as well too. And I think I can't remember who else the third, who the fourth or the third guy was. It was Reggie Bullock. Bullock. It was Bobby Portis. Mm -hmm. It was um, Julius Randle. Julius Randle. I'm, I'm okay with Julius Randle signing. It was somebody else that I'm missing. I like Julius. Right. I like Julius. We spoke about that last yeah, part. Julius, Julius is a baller. Right. I'm not gonna be like all those other all those other uh, um, reporters that be like all of a sudden when he signs to the Knicks. Oh, he's a bum. Why the Knicks sign him? They only saying that because we expected to get Kevin Durant. And exactly. Kevin That's the only reason. But I like Julius Randle. Right. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is. We're gonna get rid of those guys anyway, right? We're gonna get rid of those guys next season anyway. The only issue is the fact that the the type of guys we got, we may not be able to flip them. Yeah, I don't I see. Mean, I don't. I don't really see the point in getting a Bobby Porter and a Todd Gibb. Like I understand the logic behind. Oh, okay, giving them put put them on the team option so that next year we can have that deal with. Do but it's like nobody's about to trade for Bobby. I Portis. don't think. I don't think long term for right now. This is what happened. Your plan A was Kevin Durant. You didn't really have a good plan B, right? We didn't have plan that, B. That, that's the problem. You didn't have a plan B. And remember, you have to have a certain amount of money spent 
in the NBA. So you have to fill out that roster. You have to spend the okay, money somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you got to give so it up. You have to give it up. So or they give everybody to, a raise at the end of the season. <clears throat> exactly. So you have to. So because you have to fill out that roster, you have to give that money somewhere. So, but I think it was smart that they only gave like two year deals. Um, I think I think in Julius Randle's they have a team option. The third or in the third year, for the third year, right. it was not bad. So I mean, right now they're shuffling to figure out what's the next plan. Right now, everything's going to be centered around uh, your your draft pick. What's up, so RJ? RJ back. What's up, RJ? But uh, let, let, let's, let's stay on the Nets for a second, right? Let's Absolutely. stay on the Nets for a second. Absolutely. You love talking about the Nets. You're a big Nets fan. Not one of people that jumped onto the Nets bandwagon, even though I'm going to be in the Barclays a couple of times next season to watch Kyrie play. Because who wouldn't want to see Kyrie play? Right. Facts. But let's talk about the Nets in the sense that why is everybody ignoring the fact that we just watched this experiment go left? In Boston with Kyrie. Now let's let's, let's talk about some. Let's, let's let's think about this for a second. They signed Kevin Durant, offered him the max contract. He's not coming back to the season after with coming off of an Achilles tear. Right. Which means the team is going to be Kyrie's next year for the whole season. Facts. Which means we literally just watched Kyrie run a whole franchise for a year. Okay. Why are you guys so confident that he's going to come to Brooklyn and be the the opposite player of who he was in Boston? Like we didn't just watch him. Fumble with a team full of young players. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the Boston the, the Boston team is more talented than the, the Nets team is now. All right. So why are you guys so confident? Where, where's this confidence? Where's this bravado? Where's this bravado coming from? <laughs> oh man, I'm glad, I'm glad you started there because I'm ready. I got my notes right I here in front it. of me. I'm ready. I see for it. I'm my way, the notes are on a Mac in full screen, <laughs> and he don't got the 13 inch Mac. He got the 15 inch full screen notes. So I'm ready. Let's throw it at me. Let's see what you go. got. Here Let's see. Go. Let's hit a rebuttal so, today. So this is what you got to realize, right? When, I got it when Kyrie was drafted, let's start from the very beginning. 2011. Kyrie was drafted. He didn't have a choice. He was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? right? When he was there, he was the primary focus. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that they were going to build everything around. If you, you fast forward a few years, what happens? LeBron comes. LeBron comes back. The he, focus was, he wasn't is, expected that in his ex- defense. Of course not. He didn't want that either. Nope. The focus was taken off of him and now shared between both him and LeBron. Right. More on LeBron. LeBron, of course. They have this falling out. He forced, He wants to go out. He wants to get out of there. He forces his way out of Cleveland. Finally does that. Finally gets his own team in Boston. And what happens? No, 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 no. Back, back forward. He didn't want to go to Boston. That's not one of the teams he wanted to go oh, my to. Bad, my bad. Phoenix, New York, or LA. <laughs> and he did say Brooklyn. He did want to go to Brooklyn. <laughs> but Boston had the best package to give to Cleveland. Right. So he sent to a second team that he doesn't necessarily want to go to. Now, we can pull up the stats. That first year, and every Boston fan will tell you, that first year when he was in Boston, mm-hmm. they were killing. They were killing. They, they started like 22-4, and four, something like that, before he got injured. That team was rolling. That was that 2018 team. Yes. Right. That first year with, when he was with, there. With rookie Jason Tatum and, and, were, um, and a second exactly. year Jalen Brown. I remember that they team. were rolling. Now, what happened? Think about what happened. Once that team got into the playoffs, agendas changed. When Bobby Ainge traded for Kyrie. Danny Ainge, right. Danny Ainge, my bad. Are you good? When Danny Ainge traded for Kyrie Irving, right. he did not take into effect all the different agendas that's on that team. Let's start with number one. When they went into the playoffs and they were able to advance without Kyrie Irving, how is Kyrie Irving going to be a leader to that team where you have an entire nucleus of players that feel we were able to do it without you? Mm-hmm. So now the second year he comes in, right? Tatum is trying to be like Kobe Bryant. 
He's th- he's trying to take on the Mamba mentality. Right, because he, he, he just finished training with Kobe for the whole season. Not realizing <laughs> Kobe has a God-given gift to make difficult shots and fadeaways. He's been, he been he, Kobe trained on that for years to do that. Right. Now, all of a sudden, in one year, one summer, you're going to be Kobe Bryant? No, no, no. Brad Stevens. He did not take into account the different agendas on that team as a coach to keep everybody in their place. Terry Rozier not recognizing that he is not better than Kyrie Irving and he's a step below Kyrie. And then you have Gordon Haywood, who Brad Stevens is force feeding to the team, <laughs> trying to show that he's worth all that money that he was given, not producing on the court. So you got all these different agendas right. happening all, all around things, all Kyrie Irving. Moving, right. All these different pieces, and nobody galvanized that team to get them together and to, uh, and to establish a clear pecking order. But guess what? That's that's a part of being a leader. You want to be the best player on your team. You want to be the best player on the franchise. You want to lead a franchise. You got to be able to come to that city, assess everything that's going on, and figure out how can I now lead this team? How can I figure out how what, how, what motivates these guys? Can, uh, can I talk to them, or do I have to show through, Do I have to motivate through action? Yes, I understand that. I'm coming back from a season where I was injured in the playoffs. The team got there without me. I understand that, right? Terry Rozier was getting way more, way more minutes prior to me being there. Last, prior to me being in the playoffs, Jason Tatum was getting a lot more minutes. Jalen Brown was getting a lot more minutes. Mm-hmm. How do I balance all of these things? You can't just come back and automatically just throw yourself into the into that lead guard role, expecting everybody to fall into place without thinking about how can I strategically lead this team. There's, there's a lot of egos to balance. A lot of personalities to balance. Think about it like this. Just because you're the best player doesn't mean you have to be the leader. Just now, because you make this, the most this, money. This is the argument that we're going with now. But, doesn't, but, but that's but what Kyrie I'm, wanted, I'm gonna get to it. But that's what he it. wanted. I'm going to touch it. Okay. I'm going to touch it. All right. At the end, all right. You have to realize they're all grown men. It's but so much you can say to another grown man when they've already shown you. They've already shown themselves, shown the league, showed that city that we could do it without you. So now as Kyrie comes into that team, he has to produce to then get that role. Those guys weren't listening to Kyrie. What what was the biggest change from year one to year two? Year one, the pecking order was Kyrie's here. We're giving it to Kyrie. We're going to move off picks. We're going to not be isocentric, and we're going to move without the ball. Right. That was year one. What happened year two? Tatum, iso. Terry Rozier when he comes in, iso. Jalen Brown. Everybody's doing this... Everybody's trying to do the same thing Kyrie's doing. Who, who, how do we know Kyrie didn't have those conversations with them? With Brad Stevens. With Brad Stevens. Well, first, first things first. If, if, you want, if you want to talk about the offense, Brad Stevens constantly used Kyrie off the ball, and you can't really like Kyrie has to have the ball in his hands. That's part. Of, I, I I agree with you on that. On that, I agree with you in that position. Right. The fact that Brad Stevens likes to use his guards off the ball sometimes, right. but Kyrie Irving is not is that the type of guard that you can use off the ball. Which is why Kemba would be a better fit for them because Kemba doesn't mind playing off the ball he occasionally. Play, Brian playing, but that's not his strength. That's either. not his strength. That's not. But he doesn't. But in, in in Charlotte, we saw instances where it actually worked with him playing off the ball, even though. Despite him having to ha- the, have him having to take the majority of the offensive load in Charlotte, he still had like a lower usage range than, than half of the top guards in the league. I'm, Kevin doesn't mind playing off the ball. However, Kyrie now, uh-huh. Kyrie's a guy. He minds playing off the ball. Right. He needs that ball in his hands. So that's something that Brad Stevens should have taken into consideration and bring Kyrie back into the fold now uh-huh. and figuring out how could I keep everybody else happy while also keeping Kyrie happy by having the ball in his hands. But you have to realize, you have to realize, Kyrie as well as Kemba, like you said, they have very similar um, styles. Right. They don't run a lot of pick and roll. Kemba is pick and roll centric. Pick and roll centric. Pick and roll centric. They run a lot of pick and rolls. Where he was when he was in, in, Charlotte. in Charlotte. Right. So 
And you also have to take in the personality. Kemba's not a confrontational person. And Kyrie's a different type of guy upstairs. Yeah, man. Kyrie. <laughs> He's a different guy upstairs. Yeah, you can't really figure so, Kyrie out, so, clearly. So, I don't... This is where we have to... We have to take a step back. Just because I wanted to be on my own team doesn't mean I have to be the leader of that team and get everybody so, okay, together. Who do you expect to lead the team then out of all of the young players that you just named? Who hey, else is going to lead the team? In Brooklyn? Yeah, or no, in, no, no. In, in, Boston. in Boston. Staying on Boston real quick. If you're going to be the best player right. on your team, right, and you're, you're in a franchise, you're in a situation where you are the oldest guy. Mm-hmm. Not, the, not the oldest guy, but you are the most seasoned vet. He wasn't. Al Horford was. Al Horford was. You're right. Al Horford was there. You're the most talented player on the team. Right. Out of all of the talented players on the team, you're the oldest talented player. Okay. Right. All right, I'll give you that. Okay. He's, he's the, the most player, talented player. Most talented he's the best player, player on the team. Right. How do you now expect somebody else to lead that team? Is that is that is that fair? I'm gonna answer your question with a question. All right. Who's the leader of the Golden State Warriors? And you're not gonna say Curry. You're not gonna say Clay. But they're the most talented players on that team. You're not even gonna say Kevin Durant. Who are you gonna say? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Just because you have the most talent, just because you make the most money, does not necessarily mean you have to be the leader of that team. It's not an automatic given that you're okay. the leader of that team. Let's go with that Draymond scenario. Draymond Green then. is the leader of that team. Let's, let's go with that scenario. Draymond then. Green right. is the one who galvanizes. The second leader of that team, I will also say, is who? Coming off the bench, Andre Iguodala. Just because Kyrie wanted his own team doesn't mean he has to be the leader of that team for them to win. He came to he wanted out of Cleveland because whatever drama was going on between him and LeBron. Right? Listen, you know I'm a LeBron fan now. I wasn't always the biggest LeBron fan. <laughs> Le- I'll be on, I'll LeBron be honest. fan now sounds crazy. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Right. But when I wasn't a LeBron fan, my biggest knock on LeBron was him throwing his teammates under the bus. It's never his fault. He never takes ownership of what he does wrong. Now you just walked into a perfect spot because my next my rebuttal to mm-hmm. that was going to be okay. Great, so you don't have to be the you don't have to be the lead on your team if you're the best player, right? But the least you could do is not throw your teammates under the bus and post and, and press game. I agree. And post game I agree. But his he was doing that every other night in Boston. Absolutely. Guess who we learned from? We learned from LeBron, <laughs> <laughs> who we thought who everybody says the one of the best leaders in the game. All right, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing. That's what we learned from. But the, here's the thing with that. The same but that, thing. but that was that was actually working for Kyrie Irving though. Well, he realized when LeBron would call him out, when LeBron would call him, they would actually come out the next game, come out the next night and actually right. perform. Right. So even though he, he even though he may have thought Learned that some was bad a, habits. Right. Even, <laughs> even though he may have thought that was an effective way to do it, that was a bad habit as he learned the hard way. Right. But it was actually working in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. After the first couple of times, you realize the, team, the locker room isn't really jacking the way that you speak to them. You, you can figure out another it, way to approach it. it. And that's what happened in Boston. It caused dissension and it caused separation. And it didn't work long term. It just did it because everybody's out to get theirs. The last time, the first time we talked, we talked about all the people, and it was during the playoffs. We were talking about Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and we were talking about what were we mainly talking about? We we're talking about Jalen Brown trying to get that money, Terry Rozier trying to get that bag. Everybody's trying to get a bag. When everybody's trying to get a bag, and you're young, you're not trying to give this ball to Kyrie Irving and let him get, sit out there and dribble and do all this stuff. Right. No, you want to get the ball and you want to get a bucket. I want to show you. I'm going to show you how exactly. to get a bucket. I want to show you how That's value. year two. Year one, if we was to go back and look at those first 30 games, they were balling. And Kyrie was doing the same thing he was doing in year two and year one. His game hasn't changed. So why did it work that first year? The first year, everybody knew their position. The pecking order was there. Gordon Hay- we knew Gordon Hayward wasn't coming. 
Gordon Hayward wasn't coming through that door. He was out for the rest of the year. So we knew Kyrie Irving's our best player. We're mm-hmm. going to work around Kyrie. And it worked. It stopped working. It stopped working once they knew, oh, shoot. Yo, we about to beat LeBron. Yo, Kyrie's on the bitch in the suit. They got ahead of themselves. Nah, but, son, but we what, got though? this. But guess what? Kyrie didn't help the situation either because. No, the, no, 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 no. During, Absolutely. During the playoff one Absolutely. run when he realized that they were still effective without him. He didn't work to actually insert himself into that situation. I agree. Match. I agree. He like, he separated even, himself right, from the exactly, team. Exactly. He I separated agree. himself from the team. He still could have figured out a way. Okay, I'm injured. I'm not here. But how could I still let my presence be felt? How could I still get respected by the? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't take that far. I agree. Even if he did take that far ahead, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't act in it at all. And that's all the saying. blame is not on Kyrie. I, that's what I'm saying. All the blame is not on Kyrie. I just feel it needs to be evenly distributed. All right. That's all I'm saying. I I'm not gonna. That. I'm not absolving Kyrie Irving of what he did. He could have done things way more differently right. to get that team to come together. Yes, but I think it can't just be all on him. It has to be on Brad Stevens. It has to be on Gordon Hayward. It has to be on Terry Rozier. It has to be on Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Everybody in that second year after that playoff run came in with an agenda. Mm-hmm. And the leadership from the coaching, from the GM, should have came down and said, listen, we need to... This is what we're doing. This is our goals for the year. Exactly. And I don't think that happened. And it wasn't a pecking order. It was like, all right, let's see, let's let's run it back like we did last year. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this goes. And it did got a work. bunch of talent. So now let me ask you this question. Considering everything that we just said, right? How do we now think that uh, Kemba Walker is going to come to Boston and change change the culture of Boston and switch things around now? This is this is for this is for my good friend that listens. Um, Boston, I think Boston is going to be in a good position this year because number one, they're getting a really good point guard in Kimber Walker, and we talked about Kimber Walker, and I gave you my my take on Kimber, you know, through a little bit of the test, but <laughs> I think Kimber's like right there underneath Kyrie Irving. I think he's right there. A couple of people will argue that they're, they're the same player, just that one play with LeBron. I, I did say I, that I don't, think it was, I don't know if it's that say, close. I was the same person that said that. I'll give you that. You said that in a couple. I had I other, a couple of people told me the same thing. Same thing, right? But I don't, know, I don't know if I'm ready to take it there yet. I'm not there yet because he's a little shorter than Rob Brunson. He he's a little smaller on. and Kyrie's, Kyrie's a little better finishing at the rim. He's a better shooter Fast. too, though. Ky- Kyrie's still a better shooter. He's still better finishing at the rim exactly. than, than Cameron Walker is. But what I would say about Boston, I don't like them losing... Al Horford. Al Horford. Me neither. I don't, I don't like, like them losing Al Horford. And they haven't. They haven't. If you ask me, they haven't replaced him yet with with somebody suited. No, they haven't. They haven't um, even like. Well, they got Ennis Cantor, but they could have gone on, gone on a guy like a Kevon Looney or somebody but like that. The thing is about Ennis Cantor. Ennis Cantor is not a not a uh, Al Horford. Al Horford gives you two on both ends. Plays hella good defense. Mm-hmm. Can pull out, shoot the three. Good rebounder, and he's a galvanizer in that locker room as well. He's, he's a mature. He's a mature guy. He's a presence mature. in the locker room. Right. I mean, I think. You're going to see the Celtics of old, the Celtics when they went on that run without Kyrie, mm-hmm. and Kimber's going to be more of that facilitator. I think Kimber's going to be willing. I think Kimber's in a position where he's trying to make a name for himself, and he's going to make his name in Boston, and he's going to do whatever he can do to be ingratiated by that fan that base Boston culture, right. and get that off-the-court money bag, all right? <laughs> get that so, off-the-court money. So I think, I get, think get Kimber's in a money. position where – he just want, He's going to absorb all the information of what they need for him to do. He's going to be a sponge. He's going to pull up, and he's going to he's going to say, listen, use me. Exactly, because remember, he chose to be there. Kyrie did not choose to be him. I, you got to realize, when you're 
when you're when you're these type of this type of individual where you can choose, mm-hmm. where you know your talent is through the roof, put yourself in that position. Right. From the time you're 18 years old, you before you were 18, when you were growing up watching the game, you had a favorite team, you had a favorite player, and from the time you're 18, you get into the league, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice where you're playing. You don't have a choice in who's your coach. You mm-hmm. don't have a choice. Then you're traded. Not where you want to go, but someplace else. Whoever works. Wherever works for that organization. For that organ- right, right, right. Once again, you got to make the best of it. You can't be disgruntled and have an attitude. You got to make the best of that situation. I think the reason why it's going to work in Brooklyn, it's different when you get up and you're someplace you want to be. Mm-hmm. You're someplace where you want to get up and go to work, mm-hmm. where you want to see the people around you. Where this is where you want to be and where you want to make a name for yourself. And I think that's what it is in Ky- with Kyrie. Last year, the Nets, the best player on the team, who was D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. he wasn't the leader of that team. Who would you say the leader of that team was? The Nets team last year? Yeah. Who would you, who would you say? Jared Dudley. And he, made, and he averaged five points a game. If you was to ask anybody on that Nets team, their leader was, was Jared Dudley. He was their galvanizer. He probably he kept. The, he's a very good locker room presence. He kept that team together. And when guys were picking on other guys, who's the guy that was standing up for everybody against the Sixers? That Jared was their Dudley, leader. Right. That when, was when their you said Jared Dudley, that was the first thing that came to mind. The Sixers series where he was he was running up in the, uh, in scuffles defending guys. That was their leader. That was the guy that was keeping everybody together. Not D'Angelo Russell, but he was the best player. We just have to realize, and that's why I feel this Brooklyn Nets thing is really going to work because you're looking at a team. The young players don't need that much leadership on that team. You don't need that much leadership because the way the organization has everything from Sean Marks, front office, coaching, <laughs> Kitty pre- pre- he, he preaching that Nets that, that that sermon right now. Look at Nick him. Nick fans are listening. This is how you're supposed to run your organization, guys. This is how it goes. Starts at the top. Sean Marks, GM. President of Basketball Operations, comes down, gets his coach, Kenny Atkinson, great coach, X's and O's, takes that team from draft hell, gets a whole bunch of young players to work together for one singular goal and move them forward Not to even the that, sixth but, spot. But even, even before that, they just they took piece by piece and they flipped all of their bad pieces in, in return for um, some draft picks. But they took a lot of chances. They did. Like, they, they and they were very very lucky to get rid of Alan Crabb. They yeah. got Alan Crabb. Yeah, they got that Alan Crabb. Was, was, was wicked. They, yeah, but they had to give away picks. They took a big chance. Like if you really do the, the research, they took a big chance on trying to get Kyrie and Kevin because they they just got out of draft hell and they just went right back into it, getting rid of Alan Crabb. Getting rid of all these players that had these big contracts that they took chances on, and I'm, and I'm glad you said that they're not me because it would it would sound like it would sound like hate coming from my end. But they definitely took a very big risk by cleaning the house to get Kevin Durant yeah. and Kyrie. And the reason Absolutely. why I say that is outside of the fact that okay, Kyrie may be a little weird in the locker room. Kyrie's a guy who already had what two knee surgeries. Yes, Kevin Durant's a guy who come back from Achilles injury. Like okay. as much as we're excited that they are in Brooklyn, they are in New York now, and these are two perennial all stars. How realistic it is for, for somebody to say, hey, listen, I'm not too mad that the Knicks didn't get those guys because the injury the injury risk that we're taking on by, by acquiring these two players is just too grand. Like, we can make the argument mm-hmm. that in a couple of seasons, 
we can make the argument that Kevin Durant comes back in a couple of seasons and he's not even seventy five percent the guy that he was because of the Achilles injury. Not to mention the foot injury that he always the the um the foot surgery that he the foot that he's always having. Yeah, but that was on. all the way back in the all the way thunder. back in years. So yeah, what? He, he has, has had that, no he has had no he has problems. Metal, with he has metal plates on that foot. Definitely he has it, and, and the same doctor that did that surgery. Remember, before he got to the doctor, oh, and the doctor's black too. I just I looked it up. <laughs> I was like, yo, let me find out this brother, this brother's team doctor. Let me find out. Getting money. That's neither here nor there. Out in Brooklyn. He had multiple surgeries on that foot right. before he found that doctor. And that doctor did it one time, hasn't had any problems with, with it since. So that, that means that doctor knows what the heck he's doing. The same doctor that did that foot when he was with the Thunder did his Achilles. So this doctor must have some type of good track record for him to come all the way over to the East Coast, not talk to anybody from the Warriors, not talk to anybody from the Warriors training staff, not even let the Warriors take an MRI on him. Came straight to Came New straight York. to New York, got his surgery. Got his surgery, was, got his MRI. By, by the Friday, he was wheeling around Soho on the on the one, on the the one little bike. <laughs> I heard you saw him, yeah, right? I saw him, man, I saw him. It was crazy. Little you took a pic, man, TMZ. I saw, him, I saw him, and I was going to say, get well soon, but I was expecting him to speak to me first, but then I realized, why would he why speak would he to me speak first? To he don't even know who I am. Nani? <laughs> like, he don't even, I was because we made eye contact. I was like, you don't say I'm like, oh, wait, he don't know me. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> and I got ahead of myself in that moment. I missed the whole get well soon window. But oh, you already think you're a celebrity because of this podcast? Huh? <laughs> nah, not even. Nah, nah. <laughs> you, you, you know, growing up in church, you know, you, t- you, tend, you tend to think highly of yourself from time to time. But I, you know, I, I really, I, I miscalculated that one. But we're running to each other again. Nonetheless, though, it, I don't think, I don't think it's unrealistic for somebody to say, "Listen, we don't know how healthy these guys are going to be in the future," and I'm not mad that we didn't take that risk. However, it's still a risk worth taking. Exactly. Even that's, though, that's the even line. though, that's even the though, I still think a part of me still feels like you guys should have did more to just keep D'Angelo and send Kyrie on his way. Because, so realistically speaking, mm-hmm. you'd rather have a twenty-seven-year-old Kyrie than a twenty-three-year-old D'Angelo. There was a there was another thing that I was I was punching around and pushing around. Mm-hmm. I was saying, and I was talking to a good friend of mine, and we were saying, why can't the Brooklyn Nets keep Kyrie and D'Angelo? With Kevin Durant and Spencer Dimwitty, absolutely. Why not? And have Ben really Dimwitty had knows his position. He's a two guard, so it would be D'Angelo at the point. Kyrie plays the two guard, off guard. Joe Harris, Durant, and Jared Allen. How tall is Joe Harris? Joe Harris about six seven, six seven ish. Six seven. Six seven six. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was like six, six four six five. We double check that. I got you. Maybe maybe um D'Angelo Russell wants to be the lead guard on whatever team he's on though. He's six six. He, he, he could he can can't because he went to the six six. He, right now that's a good point. He went to the Warriors, but the, this situation is different. Situation where Clay Thompson's gone, and but, I know for a fact that I'll be the second option on this team for how long? Till January, February. I'm about to say till yeah until whatever because they definitely just ran him. <laughs> On the Warriors' part, it's not a bad, it's not a bad idea. Okay, we'll just flip. No, you it was Kevin good. Durant. It was a good pick. We'll flip you for Kevin Durant. We'll have you playing in, in Clay Tom. We'll have you. We'll have you make our team compete. Com, not competable, compatible for those first couple of months. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Hold out until until Clay Thompson. Let's go there now. All right. Uh, hold out until Clay Thompson gets healthy, and then we'll flip you for whatever assets we need. See, to my my thing was the reason why they. It's a package deal, and that's part of the reason why I think the Knicks kind of fumbled on it. Knicks Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. It was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Right. Those are the two players. All right? The reason why you had to move on from Mm D'Angelo was, one, like I told you before, 
veteran players want to play with other veteran players. And if they're not both veteran players, they want to know if they know that guy. They're not going to be playing with young guys that they don't really know and they're not really cool with. Right. That's just the way it is. So that D'Angelo Russell trade was a business decision because of the move to the new arena in San Francisco. Period. That was not a basketball. So that was a situation where it's like, yo, we need to be, we need to attract people to this new arena. Exactly. But they already sold two billion dollars worth of tickets for the new arena, though. Facts. But you still got to be competitive. You can't have the media dogging all out talking about, oh man, and having an embarrassment of having just Steph Curry out there and teams playing a boxing one against them. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Boxing one again. Another boxing one. Exactly. Looking like it's high school out there. They couldn't have that. You got to realize the reason why I tell you it's a business decision. They gave up a little. They gave up way too much for 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 uh, for D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. They gave him twenty nine plus million a year. Twenty nine plus. Yeah, it was one seventeen. It's going to be hard. Years, right? I understand. Uh, maybe they can trade him, but mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to get that money up to trade him. No, I think somebody. Because I think somebody take the risk on D'Angelo. They're going to take the risk, but how many players you're going to get back that you got to match that salary? Remember, it's all about matching salary, and you got. D'Angelo, 29. You got Clay, 39. You got Steph, 39, 40. You got all you got three guys making the bulk of the salary. And guess who's coming for a max deal? Draymond Green. That's gonna be a oh, very combustible Dray, relationship. Dray, Draymond playing in a contract year is gonna be fun. You got this young dude. Draymond in a contract year is gonna be fun. Watch. You got this young dude making 29 million. Ain't got no championships. Ain't got no one all-star game. And he's making 29 and I'm making 18? Oh, man. Yeah, got, it's going to be a problem he got, this he year. Got, he got one coming for him. The answer got something coming for him. It's going to be a problem. And you don't have no cool heads in that room. Steph don't talk. Clay don't talk. Clay's not even going to be there because he's going to be in rehab. Andre Godala's gone. Andre's gone. Who's going to be in that locker room? When Andre, when D'Angelo is dribble, 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 <laughs> dribble, 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 they and mind you, when when D'Angelo was with the Nets, they did nine out of twenty eight was pick and roll plays. Nine out of twenty eight, that's a lot of pick and roll, mm-hmm. a lot. Warriors don't do no pick and roll. The most the Warriors did for a season per play, per game, it was nine of twenty eight. For the season was nine of forty. For the season. For the season. So now you got a pick and roll player. That dribble, 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 and Draymond's trying to get his contract. But you, you can also play D'Angelo off the ball, though. Yeah, but that's not necessarily his game. You can play him off the ball, but he's not a catch-and-shoot like Clay. He's a dribble guard. He's a dribble guard. He creates his own basket, right. creates his but, own but, shot. But, guess, like, but guess, guess who doesn't mind being, guess who could be a, a, a catch-and-shoot like Clay, though? Who? Steph. Why can't why can't we just run yeah. D'Angelo at the one and step at the two and pull it exactly. That's exactly what they do. That's what that's what they that's, that's what, what, that's what, that's what, what they, they do. do. I can serve Steph as much as possible. I just have Steph coming off screen. Steph take do two three dribbles Absolutely. a game, man, and Absolutely. have have D'Angelo dribble his life away. But that's not what Draymond was expecting. Draymond not expecting that. <laughs> Draymond, Draymond wanted to get that, that ball run down the court and try to get a layup and miss. That's what Draymond wanted to do. Draymond is trying to get. All NBA, brother. I told you that. Yeah, at least, at least, at least. How you gonna get all NBA? We got those two guys dribbling all day. It's <laughs> going to be a problem, bro. Everybody got the bag except Draymond. Draymond's on a treadmill right now as we speak. Just jogging, <laughs> sweating his life away. Draymond trying to get that bag, man. And this young dude came in here and he's dribbling, dribbling my money away. Yeah. All right. How do you feel about the um the the, the Warriors Kevin Durant relationship? You think it's 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 at a point where it's unsalvageable? 
I mean, I think the Warriors are taking the Warriors are taking the higher road. Mm-hmm. The GM, I think, or the owner came out and said, "Oh, nobody's ever going to wear number thirty-five ever again." Yeah, he came out. He, he did that pretty early, but, pretty prematurely. But people have to realize there was a lot of stuff leading up to that tumultuous relationship before Draymond Green called Kevin Durant a bitch. Remember <laughs> that was that first title. I think it was the first or second title. Bob Myers got on that stage. Mm-hmm, I remember this. And they asked him a question. And he was like, oh, we're not giving uh, Kevin Durant the max. Uh, so they was like, oh, uh, what about Curry? Oh, yeah, we're going to give it to Curry. Curry was here for the lenience. He deserved it. He earned it. Mm. How do you say that? Like, that's that's called too much drinking, too much goose, too, too much penny, <laughs> too much champagne, bro. Champagne you talking. You cannot talk like that. Like, even if you felt it. You eat. I don't care how much of a joke you try to make it. Those are just things you do not give the 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 media. You don't give the fans f- fodder, coals to throw on top of Durant's head. Right. And from there, I think it went all the way downhill because once the GM shows that kind of lack of respect for your best player, mm-hmm. why is Draymond gonna listen to what Kevin Durant has no, why, to say? Not even listen. Why is he gonna respect him now? Exactly. Period. Why am I respect? And him? I just think it was downhill from there. I think even if Durant would have <clears throat> said, you know what, uh, maybe I'll stay. After that, it's hard to stay because there's a lack of respect. There's a disconnect there because you just, there's certain things you just don't say. You can say it in private amongst us, but not for the whole world to hear. For the whole world to hear, right? Crazy. That, I think that's 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 the thing more than anything else. That's probably more of a private joke, a private. A little laugh, giggle joke, yeah, and, knee and, slap you know, joke that you guys say. Conference meeting, right, right, right. team meeting, joking around like, nah, like Steph that. Forget the max. He was here for the lead. <laughs> not very corny. Whole, not from the whole world. Though. Very corny. Not from the whole world. Yeah, that that D'Angelo. It's just it's just. Get oh no, I still seat. I still think I, I get that. Don't get me wrong. That actually get people that, in the I, I, I didn't think about it like that. It actually made sense. Like, listen. We're in a situation where we don't have any pieces right now. Let's get this young guard in and let's at least be competitive this year so that we can have somebody. So that we, listen, we sold out all these tickets. We got to be competitive. And even if you sell tickets, just because you sell tickets, people with money, they're not necessarily going to still come. If you got money and that team sucks, people are like, yo, baby, we can go somewhere else. And you don't want an empty arena. Empty arena? There would be empty arenas if it was just Curry and, and Draymond. Draymond. Absolutely. Now you have a little nah, really, bit of but, excitement but, but, yeah, nah, nah, with the young dude the coming in. With Kyrie, with, not with Kyrie, with Steph Curry and Draymond. Now you have more like more um nights with Curry's randomly going for forty. Absolutely. So people, people will still come, but the optics would be crazy. Kevin Durant leaves. It'll be way too. It'll be too much of strain on Curry by himself without another offensive threat in the guard position for him to get forty. And you, think they, you, you think they'll be able to make the playoffs with this team? Yes. Let's say let's say D'Angelo keeps them in the keeps them in the hunt early on. They flip him for more assets, and then they'll just have to keep going. Who do you see him getting flipped for? I don't. Think I don't not see keeping it. him. They're not keeping him, bro. Because who what, are you flipping? The reason him why for? I say they're not keeping him is because once Clay comes back, now what? It's going to be the three. It's going to be three of them. It's just they're, they're going to be Thompson, horrible on defense. So Clay Thompson at the threes. What you? Nah. Uh, they're going to be horrible nah, gonna get, on defense. Gonna get, the guards going to get cooked in the back. Yeah, exactly. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible on defense. I don't know. They have to flip him because once, like I said, once Clay comes back, it's not going to be able to play D'Angelo, Steph, and then Clay at the three. Like I think Clay is effective when he's at the two, stopping twos. I agree. I agree. D'Angelo will be more effective if we flipped him for two, two way wings or two wings. Period. In a, in a couple of um, first rounders and a couple of picks. Send I mean, him, send him to a team like Minnesota. We get, we get back a Robert Covington. Yes. We get back a. How do you want to say Andrew Wiggins? Never mind. I'm thinking of a different team. 
Nah, Andrew Wiggins making too much money. Andrew, nah, Andrew Wiggins is a bum. I don't, I don't care if he's making, I don't care if he's making two million dollars a year. I still wouldn't take him on my team. So is Carl Anthony Towns a bum? Nah, really. Carl Anthony Towns not a bum, but Wiggins is. Wiggins is a bum. Why? What's the biggest difference between the two of them? They both don't come up big in big moments. I mean, what they big, both shrink. How many big moments have they been in in the career? Though, let's think about that for a second. Yeah, exactly. They didn't make the playoffs when 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 my man, what's his name, was there. Jimmy Butler was trying to push him. Yeah, he's Jimmy Butler's too aggressive for them. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Listen, a lot, a lot of grown men, man. We be too aggressive. And Carl Towns. That's people don't realize too. People don't realize, man. When you in your early twenties and you can speak to this, when you in your early twenties, you're a grown teenager. You're not a grown ass man. True. All true. right. And that's what I meant to say too when you were talking about all the grown ass men on Boston. Oh, okay. Boston got a bunch of grown teenagers. Carl Anthony Towns a grown teenager. Andrew Wiggins <laughs> right. a grown teenager. People <laughs> gotta stop that. giving tw- early twenty year olds too much. Nah, nah. We not young adults. We not nah. You young adults. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're right. We right? that. Carthy Towns, a grown ass teenager yeah. who will give you thirty and fifteen a game if necessary. Okay. Andrew Wiggins, a grown ass teenager who just don't want to do shit, <laughs> just don't want to work hard, don't want to improve his. He come back year after year the same player. I don't get it. It's baffling at this point. It's ridiculous. That 2014 is that 14? No, 13 draft class. It was 13. Disappointing, man. Even down to my son Jabari Parker. Yeah. Even now, Jabari was a little too chubby for his but own. Didn't he get hurt? He did. He got both, hurt both his both his ACLs yeah. got messed up. Got, both? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, we can double check that. But I'm pretty sure it's both of them. Damn. I'm pretty sure it's both of them. I'm curious to figure out though. I wanna, I wanna, let's talk about Philly for a second. Okay. Oh. Now, Philly, Philly pulled up and they snuck, they snuck us, a they snuck everybody. Deal. I snuck a max deal to um to snuck two max deals actually. Oh. Oh, I see a lot went down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot went down to Philly. They snuck a max deal to Al Horford. They snuck a max deal to Tobias Harris. One oh nine, right? He got one oh nine over four years. That's not max. Yeah, that's still that's a lot of money. Though. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot. It's a lot. Because you have, now, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about 36, 37 year old Al Horford. True, true. I got on the back end of those yeah. two, on those two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they and then they, they shipped Jimmy Butler for um Josh Harris, Josh Richardson. My thing with Philly is this: Philly got no guards. <laughs> Philly has the opposite of the New York the the New York long generational issue. We have we always would find a way to have five guards on the roster. <laughs> they only got Josh Richardson right now. True, he's the only player like under six eight. It's gonna be a it should be a really good defensive team though. It will be, but can they move though? They already couldn't guard any small guards last year. What are they about to do this year? I mean, let me get you. I, I'm curious. What do you think Philly should have given Ben Simmons a max deal? Five years, one hundred and seventy million. Five years, one hundred and seventy. I don't think that, I don't think that Ben dollars. Simmons showed me enough yet for that. They didn't have a choice. I can make the argument that they didn't have a choice. What else were they gonna do? What but, else were they gonna do with it? But them? like you just said, they didn't really have a choice. They had to give it to him. They had to. They had. They had to figure out how we're gonna secure both Joel and Ben. And then they, and they paid Joe Harris one eighty. I think it was 180. Tobias I'm about to say, Joe Harris, what? To, Harris. Tobias. Tobias. I, was, I was stuck for a second like, wait, what? Yeah, I just said Harris. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Tobias. They, they, they paid Tobias. They paid anything in five years, not even four, not even a four-year contract. 180. Five year, 180. They had to figure out how we're going to secure um, Ben Simmons and Joel and B going forward. I don't, I, I just. <sighs> you know what I think? As good as Ben Simmons is, yeah. he came back the last two years the same player, and as good Absolutely. as he is. No change. No change, no but, he's still, but he's still very good. But I just. Still an all-star. He's still exactly, but it's just what I've seen from him in the playoffs so far, it's just not enough for me to throw him a max yet. Listen, there's a lot of guys that have getting gotten max deals and didn't deserve it. 
Chandler Parsons for one. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler Parsons on the Hawks. He's on the Hawks now, I think. He's Is he got, on the Hawks yeah, now? I know. I know. Was it Houston that gave him that max deal? Or the Mavs? Or, or, or Memphis. Memphis? Yes, I think it was Memphis. There's a lot of guys that got max deals. But I think what Philly needs to do, to all my Philadelphia 76 fans, what Philly needs to do is to empower the coach, and the coach needs to stop enabling Ben Simmons and stop saying he's a point guard. Since he was drafted, they've been saying he's a point guard. Damn it, man, he's not a point guard. Stop calling him a point guard. He got traded. I can't find a notification, but he definitely got traded to Atlanta. Yeah, they should change his position. To what? To a, to a point forward. center? Point center? Forward. Oh, he's point not forward. a point nothing. He's not a point guard. Ben is not a point guard and not a real good one. All right? He's a big guy who can dribble. He's athletic, and he can make some plays. That, <laughs> that's what he is. I like, All right? I like this take. And and after we get off, I'm gonna send you a couple of Ringer articles where they defend that exact take. That oh, he's not a point guard. Really? There's a, there's a couple of articles. I didn't even where, read that. I know you. That's why I'm that's why I'm weak. Cause like yeah, I, I, there's a couple of articles I read early in the season where he was just like, yo, he's a point center. When he's did, a power forward? Exactly. But not a point guard. He's a power forward. I don't understand when did because you can be athletic and dribble and do all those things. If you can't shoot past seven feet, you're not a point guard. But that's why I was telling you. I don't know if I was telling you or somebody earlier during the playoffs. Him and Embiid can't play together. You did tell me that because because Joel, they both have to occupy the same side of the floor, the same part portions. Of, like they both have to operate in that but low that's post not area. Embiid's fault. Embiid works on his game, man. I know, but I'm not. I'm not blaming Embiid. I'm. I'm not blaming Embiid. I'm just <laughs> so more so blaming. I'm blaming probably the Sixers for not shopping one of them because they can't play together. They can't shop. Because now, now on top of the fact that these are two power forwards who can't, or two big men who can't play together because of the way that they're playing with each other. No, you add the problem is. Ben Simmons is not working on his game in the offseason to create a shot. <laughs> he doesn't have a routine. All right. When you go when you when you watch a game, right? The pregame, you see LeBron James taking shots. You see Kevin Durant goes, drives to the basket, one shot. You see a Kawhi Leonard, he starts three feet from the basket. Right hand, right, right hand, left hand, left hand, six feet, <laughs> right hand, right hand, left hand, left hand. There's no routine for Ben Simmons. He just gets on the court and plays. You have to have when you're an NBA player. You, gotta you have get to better. have exactly. You, you have to have a routine, man. He has no routine. I want you to go on YouTube right now and try to find some some footage of him practicing shoot. I guarantee you can't find it. You probably find maybe one or two. We find we, we, we can find a short three minute clip. Listen, for the year last year, I told you I was coming with the facts today, right? I'm coming with the facts, all right? I'm a live <laughs> sports bro over here. Ben Simmons last year, 16 feet and out. Guess how many shots he took? 16 feet and out? 16 feet and out for the no, whole year. No more, than, many, no more than seven. 25. Really? He was two of 25 for the entire year. Well, he made no more than seven. Feet I was right with that. He made no more than seven, but he only, he only made two shots out of 16 feet. That is ridiculous for an NBA player. At 6'10"? And you can't, you're not, how is anybody going to be able to do anything on that team? And he's the point guard. And you lost your best shooter in J.J. Reddick. That's what I was going to say, too. They lost their best shooter in J.J. Reddick. They lost the wing who could actually operate, who can create offense for others. And they replaced those with And they, missed jo- it, and they lost their closer in Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler, right. He's, oh, yeah, that's, I was describing Jimmy Butler as well, too. Not to mention now that they have, who? They just acquired Al Horford. So how does that work as far as you know? Because this is this is another power forward now. Then they then they then they acquired Josh Richardson, 
not the player, not the shooter that J.J. Redick was, not the facilitator or no the closer near. that Jimmy Butler was. So I don't really see where they're going with this. Granted, yes, Al Horford is Al Horford, but it just... I guess Joe Harris would go to step up into that role now. <laughs> Tobias Harris? To, to, I guess. I'm saying Joe Harris, right? Nah, because yeah, you so, you so, you so, I'm, you so I'm, stuck I'm all over the Nets. Wow, and not, wow, right on time. And the Pacers just signed T.J. McConnell. Really? They, they took T.J. McConnell from them. So wow. I, there's no guards on that team. There's no guards on that team. <laughs> Nobody bring the ball up. Nobody to shoot. Nobody to space the floor. Like that, that pain is gonna be very, very. Like think about it. Like I guess. Oh, they're probably they're probably doing. They're probably taking a page out of Milwaukee's book in the sense that Al Horford is a good three point shooter, so he'll be able to stretch the floor a little bit. But that still leaves you on the floor with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. But they still got Brogdon. They still got Middleton. They still got Lopez. They still got players around. They don't have Brogdon anymore. Uh, Brogdon's on the Pacers. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I know. I'm talking about up. last year. Right, right, yeah, right, Brogdon's right. on the Pacers because they couldn't they couldn't match them up. That was a good player pickup by the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's what I'm saying. They, it's not gonna work. I don't think it's gonna work long term because until he gets in the gym. And most importantly, too, since we're talking about getting in the gym, what Al Horford does is he also he also gives Joel and B more excuses to not be in the gym. Why you say that? Because all you watching the playoffs, right? Joel and B will run for like twenty five minutes and be winded and done. <laughs> and we'd always say, "Yo, get in shape, get in the gym." Why don't we see more more workout videos of Joel and B in the gym getting in shape? Where's his ad pictures? All those funny stuff. But now, what this does now is give him more reason to not be in the gym. Because when I get off the floor, I have a valid, I have a valid backup in Al Horton, not Al Horton, Al Horford, to take to play those minutes for me. I would like to disagree. And reason why I would, the only reason why I would say that the only reason is that footage of him crying. I would hope that lit a fire up underneath him to come back next year bigger, stronger, faster, and more in shape. Because the way he reacted, he was he like, yo, it. he felt it. He and it hit me. home. So I would think that it would put a fire underneath him to like say, you know what? If I can take the next step in my game, I think I can pull us over the hump. But now you got a chain and Ben Simmons making... 170 million. <laughs> Chain of Ben Simmons. Jesus Christ. So, my extra question. Point four. Do, do people, do do you think five, two seasons from now, are they playing together on the same team? Ben, ben, Simmons, ben Simmons and, and Joel Embiid. No. No. And I'm assuming Ben Simmons get shipped. Is a team going to take, is going to take that contract being there, even though he can't if shoot? If Embiid stays healthy and no more injury concerns, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons will be the one moved. Ben Simmons will be the one moved. I think Ben Simmons is. I think I, I see a scenario where a team would have to convince him to be a forward, but he doesn't. I don't think he wants to play the forward position, so that's a lost cause. That's because from the time they drafted him, they told him he's he was a, point a point guard. guard. Even so that's L- all that's in his head. In the LSU, he was a point guard too, and he can't shoot, bro. Like what point guard? My he's a six ten version of Rondo. How about that? That's what he is. <laughs> nah, that's not the first time I heard that though. I'm weak. And even Rondo can shoot. My, my issue with Ben Simmons is not the fact that he's not knocking down a consistent outside jumper. It's also the fact that like, you, you can't even improve your free throw percentage, bro. Like, you're not even in the gym shooting to work on your free throws. Like, that's my thing. It's like, all right, you can't shoot. Not, not, even, not, even, not even you can't shoot. You're not a shooter. Okay. Oh, okay, you're not a shooter. Everybody's not a shooter. I get Got that. You. But your free throws, bro? You can't, you can't give me at least 70% from the free throw line, bro? The net, you He hobbling around like 54. And now you gave him $170 million. You oh, think he's going to get better? You really think he's going to get better? That's where I was going with it. After all that we just said, that nigga going to get better? He going to improve his free nah, throw. Nah, he going to start shooting. Yeah, the 170 he he going to start seeing footage of him doing something now? That 170 lit a fire on his ass. Yeah, all right. Little, <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put a cushion up underneath his ass. That cushion got real soft. 
It was soft Mercy. before, but now, woo, that it's cushion is super soft. That's quiet. Charmin soft. You still looking for that uh, Ben Simmons footage? <laughs> still, I forget. Still scrolling. Practice. Still searching. Practice footage of Ben Simmons taking shots. Still, I gotta see this. I'm still searching. Ain't nothing there, man. I'm still searching. I'm, I'm surprised we went so far. We got 50 minutes without discussing these boys, but I guess the inevitable has to just happen. And uh, let's. Well, I guess it's still, it's still, it's still, it's about three, it's 340 tour. The goat. 340 tour. 343. <laughs> and uh, Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Let me take, let me take your phone. Go James. Still, still nothing from still nothing from Kawhi's end. Nothing from Kawhi's people. Right. Haven't gotten that. The, the most recent update we got is that Kawhi's Kawhi's meeting the Raptors in an undisclosed location somewhere in some hotel. But if you ask me, I think he's out of Toronto. I don't think he's coming back to Toronto. I think that his mind is on L.A., maybe the Clippers or the Lakers. We don't know. Um, there was even a point on, on Sunday where Woj baited the Knicks fans a little bit and said that Kawhi and KD further with the idea of playing with each other on either the Lake, the Clippers or the Knicks. That was I didn't hear the Knicks. I heard East uh, West Coast. He wanted to go to the Clippers. I didn't hear Kawhi to the Knicks. But if it, that if, I didn't hear. If, and, and the reason why was because Durant was like, yo, East Coast. Kawhi was like, nah, son, I'm not doing Knicks and Nets. I'm not doing it. He wanted to be on the West Coast. He wanted to be on the West Coast. West, and if he's on the East Coast, it'll be Toronto. And that wasn't happening. That wasn't happening anymore. And if you can, if you could bet, if you could bet all your money, Oof. nah, that's a lot. 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 Let's, let's slow that scale back a little bit. <laughs> if it was up to you, not even bet nothing. If it was up to you, mm-hmm. and you woke up two days from now, and Kawhi finally made a decision, in your mind, where would Kawhi, where, where would he have decided to go? I'm gonna I'm, I'm say this in two parts. Let's go. Part one, if, and it depends on the person as well. Um, and this is why I say two parts. If, I, if I was Kawhi, the two teams I would be thinking about going to is the Lakers and Toronto. Now, not even the Clippers. Not the Clippers. Let's, let's hear. Let's hear your reasoning. For, all right. So number one, let's start with the Toronto. Toronto one. So right. the reason why I would say running back with Toronto is the Warriors aren't the Warriors. It's wide open now. In the East, uh, Brooklyn's not a full strength yet, so not you ain't got to really worry about Brooklyn. Boston so got a little better. Boston's a little bit better, but I think in a seven-game series, you can beat Boston. If you ask me, they, um, even though Philly is a great have a defensive team, uh, the fact that they have no guards is still still really affects them, in my opinion. It, who? The Philly. Philly. Right, exactly. No shooting. You can clog the paint, and you're big. In, you're already big and long and strong in there. Mm-hmm. Marcus Power. Uh, I mean, Marcus Pascal, Pascal, Siakam, Ibaka. And the list goes on. And you got Kawhi. You can run it back and maybe win another title. Back to back. Um, I'll go to the Clippers first. The reason why I wouldn't go to the Clippers, out of the three teams, it's the most bare. It's the most work he's going to have to do. And he can't do what he did in Toronto where he's missing 20 games, 18 games. He can't do that in the West. In the West, right. You, you can't do that in you the West. Sh- you got to show that that team, right. with that team, remember – if he had made his decision quicker, the teams could have built better around him. Like, if he wanted to go to the Clippers, the Clippers could have built a better team around him and pick up some guys underneath him. You wait so long, nobody can pick up anybody and get guys to convince them to come play with you. Right, because everybody already decided the way they want to go. Nobody's going to sit around and wait for another dude. They're like, yo, not that. I'm going to get my money, get my bag. So that's why I think the Clippers is last on the least list because it's going to be too much on his shoulders alone. And I don't think he wants that. He don't want that. He wants load management. 
right? That's the new catchphrase now. Load, load management. management. That's what he wants. So, and he can't get all that load management and still have that team competing for. I, I do think team. that Webb, no matter where he goes next year, he's gonna have to. He's gonna pitch them the same story that he pitched Toronto. Like, listen, you not even pitch the same story. Oh, yeah, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna yeah, show yeah, them the that. Toronto resume. Yeah, 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 it worked perfectly for me over here. So don't expect me to come and play eighty-two games for y'all. We know that, but what t- any team that's going to get him is going to know that and going to say yes, of course. Right. But in those 18 games, what's going to be the record? Six and 12? <laughs> that's going to kick you out of the playoffs. That's what happened to the to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Lakers lost LeBron. They were, what, three and seven, three and whatever? Wicked. It was something wicked. It didn't work. That's what happens. So in the West, he's not going to be able to get away with that. Last but not least, the Lakers. Now, I'm a LeBron fan, but now I'm talking from a Brooklyn Nets perspective. <laughs> All right? <laughs> from a Nets perspective. That's exactly. If I'm if I'm Kawhi and I'm looking for championships mm-hmm. and I'm looking to cement my name in the pantheon of great players in the NBA, I go to the Lakers. Because you're not winning one. You're not winning two. You're not maybe not just winning three. You can win three to four championships in the next couple of years. Three to four, absolutely, bro. With, Le- absolutely. with LeBron on the team or just with you and AD? Him and LeBron. It's going to be back to back to back. Absolutely, you got. You're gonna have three of the best defenders. You got to realize LeBron has the reason why LeBron lacks out because he knows there's nobody in the paint that can help him. There's no help in the paint. Now LeBron can play up on players. Knowing he got not only just AD, he got Kawhi. Are you serious? He doesn't even have to play the best defender now. He can play off and get those rebounds, get blocks, run the point guard position because he can shoot. So if you're looking to cement your name forever and win back to back to back, you go to the Lakers, bro. That team will be one of, it will be top three in defense every year they go on the court. Easily. Easily. And if it's not during the regular season, I guarantee you it's gonna be a switch from regular season to playoffs where they are they're just gonna be they're going to swallow teams away. Teams are just gonna get swallowed up by the defense. Twenty four second violations. Turnovers. It's, it's, people forget how great of a player Anthony Davis is. And he's not just that on the offensive, yeah, and, and, but yeah. on the defensive as well in yeah, terms of rebound, blocks, and help out D. Right. I mean, just seeing that team, it's like, damn. I don't even, I don't even see Brooklyn full strength, and I'm not just trying to toot the horn. Even if Durant comes 100%, I don't see them beating that three-headed monster. Yes, that's going to be that's wicked. It's ridiculous. What? Especially if LeBron is still LeBron, and they and they got to win right. They got to win. They, they window is not too long because they gave away all their draft picks. Who for, for the Lakers? They gave away all their draft picks for Anthony Davis, so they got to do this right away. Absolutely. And I think next year will be a year for them to steal the West because there's no Golden State. Absolutely. I mean, the the league is open. The league is open. I think the favorites, with or without Kawhi, is the Lakers. But I have to put them nah, a notch down no, because they don't what, have. Huh? That's exactly. Without Kawhi, they don't have any real places around around Anthony Davis and, and, and LeBron. I agree. I agree. That's my main thing. Because they had all that money, they're waiting for Kawhi, and if he spurns them, you have nothing to fill out. Your, you got to fill out your roster with everybody from last year. Your Rondos, your Stevensons, your McGees. You don't want to do that again. They're gonna have. They're gonna do it regardless whether they get Kawhi or not. Because remember, you can overpay to keep your own players. Mm-hmm. You can't overpay for others. 
So they already they signed Jared Dudley, I think, yesterday. Or they today. did sign Jared Dudley. Um, good good gonna, presence. So you know they're gonna mm-hmm. continue to sign these mid level exceptions, but it's but so much they can do until they know what Kawhi's gonna do. And I think I think the Lakers are gonna win the chip next year. Period. It's gonna be hard, but I think they're gonna win it. But it's not gonna be as easy if they knew Kawhi wasn't coming and they could have filled out their roster for the next three years. I'm not so I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not 100 percent sold on the fact they're gonna win a championship right away, but well, but if they do have um Kawhi Leonard, I think they'll I'll live with the favorites winning. Why you disagree? Without Kawhi? Yeah, without Kawhi, why do you disagree that you're not gonna win? Um, I, going back to what you were saying, I just don't think they have the right role players around Anthony Davis and LeBron in order for them to make that championship run. It'd be you're gonna be asking a lot from LeBron to come out. Don't get me wrong. Yes, LeBron finally had an off season when he got to finally fully to come back fully resting and healthy. Right. right. But Father Tom's undefeated. LeBron is about to be what thirty four this year or thirty five this year. Yeah, thirty five. The, the Lakers. I don't. I, I'm trying to figure out a scenario where LeBron can do as least as as least as possible in the regular season. Right. Like little to nothing. I'm talking about twenty two and like eight a game, twenty and eight a game if possible. Like I don't want LeBron to exert any you're energy missing, in the regular season. You're missing somebody that's there, bro. Anthony Davis, brother. You're missing that key cog in the wheel. You're missing the Pippen. You're missing Pippen who can go get you 30 and 20. <laughs> Where LeBron doesn't have to sit there. and LeBron, for the first time in a while, and he had that a little bit with Kyrie. He had that with Kyrie. But for the first time in a while, when LeBron comes up to court, he can sit down and actually rest. Rest and not be nervous trying and to get back in the game. And not come back in the game. And then they went from up 10 to down 3. He can come out of the game up 10, and it might be up 20 by the time he come back. Right. You like we forget how great Anthony Davis is, and if you yeah, put he took off the season last you year, you put Rondo in there. You can keep your Stevenson, and I want no. Absolutely I actually want Rondo on the team because him, him and Anthony Davis get along together well. Right, Anthony Davis, Rondo, Stevenson, McGee. What? <laughs> that, McGee. That, I can't believe you just yo, did that I over like, some McGee. I like I yo McGee. You can't tell me. He was balling last year, he, bro. He, he was balling. Like I was like, yo, he should have been an all star last year. He nah. <laughs> he was he was <sighs> the glue of that. I gotta, team I gotta watch what I have come on the show. Hmm? I gotta watch what I have come on the show. <laughs> he should have been an all star last year. What's yo, McGee, all right. What centers in the West were that much better? Other than Jokic. Jokic. Oh, the Marcus was gone most of the end. Uh, take your time. Uh, take your time. <laughs> Google, let, 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 let Google me, me Chuck. I, I gotta <laughs> Google me. <laughs> McGee was balling. I gotta see this. But I remember, once LeBron got hurt around December, everything went down. Everything went down. Everything went left. They didn't. They didn't have enough pieces. Everything to, went left. Colin Towns has been Yo, there was games where I was like, Yo, McGee is a I beast. Put back rebounds, going up. Picks, pick and roll, blocks. Might take Stephen Adams over him. Might take Rudy Gobert over him. Might take Clint Capella over him. But nonetheless, you make Gobert. Yeah. Gobert was okay. Gobert was okay. You talking about the I'm talking, I'm talking up till I to, I'm just saying up till the December. Up till December, and I know you were watching the games. Up till December, they were talking like, "Yo, McGee's looking like an All Star." Up till December, once LeBron got hurt, everything went through. Everything fell through the cracks. But I'm just saying. Anthony Davis and LeBron, that doesn't make it's not fair. If they're able to figure that out on the court, which I think they will, it's not fair, bro. All you need is a couple little plays, a little sprinkle here, a little sprinkle there, and we good. Look what LeBron had last year, and he had them beating the Warriors at home 
in, uh, in December. He didn't have an Anthony Davis. He didn't have a second guy that could just get me 25 and 10. And look what he was doing. They were like third in the in the West. Mm-hmm. Third or fourth. And they were killing. Now you got Anthony Davis. Bring all those players. Yes, you got rid of the young guys that were very inconsistent. But you <laughs> kept Kuzma. And you know I love me some Kuz because he's nah, a dog. Yeah, Kuz, Kuz a baller. Okay? He, he go get his. That's right. what I'm saying. I'm not too worried, man. I like Kuz because he plays D. He can shoot. And he's not um, he's not he's not soft upstairs. Right. He plays he's D. He's not necessarily good at it, but he plays D. He's gonna get his. All right. He nobody has to tell him to shoot. My man's gonna shoot and take that ball. So I like that, man. So that's why I'm like, even if they don't get Kawhi, they can win this year because I seen what LeBron did last year with way little, and now you got a a, a, a superstar, Anthony Davis. They they'll be all right, barring injury. Somebody gets hurt. Yeah. yeah, and I was gonna ask you, do you think um, Anthony Davis has over has outgrown the injury bug that he's been? I think so. I think you think so. so? I think so because at, at what some he point did the time, year before in the playoffs when they swept Portland, right? My man was balling, bro. That was the year. What's the name? Got hurt. Cousins. That was the last was time. That's the last balling. time we saw him give effort, right? Balling. Last man. time we saw him give effort because last year we, we down count. He, he, I think he dropped forty in the game four game to yeah, close it out. I was watching. I was there. I wasn't there. I was watching. I was I was at work that day. I was watching. That's that's the guy LeBron finally has. And he's young. He's what, what, 23, 26, I think. 26. I think he's younger than 26, like 26. 25. I guess if I'm LeBron, though, to convince Kawhi, I guess I guess LeBron's pitching him the whole, listen, I don't have much time left, but once I do leave in the next th- two, three seasons, yours. you and Anthony Davis have to have the city run. And Kawhi and Anthony Davis together? That's what I'm saying. You get the three of them, though? The three of them are scary, bro. What? Back, they're winning three. LeBron's gonna have six rings. <laughs> six rings. Mark, mark it down. Rings. Everybody listening. Kawhi comes to the Lakers. LeBron's catching Jordan. He's gonna be six for six. He's Not three six and for nine. six, but he'll He's be. Three and nine. He'll have six he, rings. He'll be yeah. He'll be six. He'll be six and nine. He'll be six and nine in the finals. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's how scary it is. But I don't want that to happen because I want Brooklyn to go back to back at least, at least two years. <laughs> this guy's back crazy. Back. You know what I mean? This I guy's crazy. Brooklyn to have a little back. This to guy's back. crazy. You on know a, what I mean? And on that <laughs> note, and on that note, listen, I'm telling you, man. We just don't know what type of Kevin Ray we're gonna get back. We don't know how well Kyrie's knees gonna be, but nonetheless, <laughs> I will be All at the Barclays. Work. I'll be at the Barclays to see it. I'll be there to watch it. I'll be there to see it. Listen, Kyrie Irving. Is now someplace he wants to be. I don't know if you saw his Instagram post. I'm home. Home is where the heart is. All right? Brooklyn is home, man. He wants, this is where he wants to be. My biggest, my my major concern that I will have with Kyrie, and I said this to you before, the last time we spoke. I don't know if it was the first or the second time. But now that he's home, before he was in Boston, eh, ain't nothing much to do. Cleveland, eh, not much to do. Now you're in Brooklyn, home games, there's going to be plenty of parties after the game. <laughs> Is Kyrie Irving going to be able to stay focused? Ironically, you say to that. To work on his game where he doesn't allow the distractions funny you say to that. get to him. My, That's going to be my concern. My best friend was at a party when Kyrie Irving was there <laughs> about last month, late last month. Okay. It's off season, though. Yeah, off season. So it's different. It was a party over in Bushwick. He was there with his best Bushwick. friend. Bushwick? Yeah. It was there with his best friend. Was it a club? No, nah, it was. It was like a like a little. Now, now we now I wouldn't even call it a party. It was more like a house get together, jump off. Okay, okay. Or like co-working situation. And, you know, his best friend was in. It was part of that mix, so he brought him over to the party. Brought Kyrie Irving. Yo, I need to rub in your circles, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She, she recorded him, and he was just so you know to the side, like by himself, right? chilling, chilling. 
it's cooler. But what you're saying is you're afraid that that's going to be happening a lot more because he's in That's what I don't. No, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Okay, that's what not. So I don't put a word here about it. Yeah, please. I don't want to put no fear in your heart. <laughs> no I don't, fear. I don't want to be negative. I just want to. I just want to hear it out. I just hope that those distractions, because sometimes you get comfortable, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping, and that's part of the reason why a DeAndre Jordan is on that team, a guy that. <laughs> A guys washed, respect a washed center like DeAndre. It's okay. It's all right. We don't need him to be twenty and ten. We need him to groom the young dude, Jared Allen, Allen. who we also was able to keep. <laughs> I keep trying to tell you, brother, the team is intact. All we did was add and subtract the fat. We got rid of the fat and we added some muscle oh, right man, now. This guy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. DeAndre Jordan is there to keep all those personalities in line. He's going to probably be the uh, the, the 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 ipso facto leader. That's I heard a story today that um, well, how do you feel about this? We don't got to stay on it too long. Do you think that the, that the the Knicks, not the Knicks, you think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie ever considered the Knicks at any point in time? Absolutely. You think they considered? I think, I think Kevin Durant considered the Knicks, and I heard a story. And I think Kyrie was on the Nets. Mm-hmm. What happened was, um, my sources tell me, <laughs> my sources tell me, <laughs> my sources tell me that be, after the. After the injury, Durant didn't want to go about it alone. He wasn't gonna to go to the to the Knicks by himself. It was it was always gonna be a package deal. It was always gonna be Kyrie and Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, the Knicks were afraid of having Kyrie be their quote unquote leader one year without Durant. And I think from Kyrie's perspective, he came off like, "Yo, y'all don't want me. Bump y'all." I'm not going to them at all. Mm-hmm. And I think Kyrie just stuck his feet in the sand and said, listen, I love you to death, Durant, but I'm going to Brooklyn, son. Come to Brooklyn. This is where it's at. And I think because of the injury and because of that that comfortability that he has with the training staff with Brooklyn, his doctor is also the team doctor team that doctor, did it. Right. I think that comfort level pushed him towards Brooklyn more than towards the Knicks because I think the Knicks did a disservice by disrespecting Kyrie and letting things leak out that uh, they don't really want him, but we'll take him if you get Durant. And the Nets never had that type of that type of the Nets open door possible. Like, exactly, on, yo, home. You want to come? Come. We we'll make the space for you. We'll make this, exactly, and that's what you have to do. Like in this era of basketball, guys want to play with their friends, right? Just like if you go to the park, you want to play with your boys, right? You don't want to go to the park and just play with a whole bunch of randos, right? It's cool. They might be nice. But it's nothing like playing with your boy, Justin, and everybody else, and y'all balling together. Right. It's nothing like that. And that's what guys now want to do because now LeBron, through his years and through what he's done as a he leader. You show people that it's, you can make it happen. Exactly. It's possible. And that's what you it can was. Win, you can win a championship with your best friend. Exactly. Except for except if you're Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. But nah. <laughs> let's, let's get a couple of... <laughs> Let's cover a couple of couple of hot takes. Not hot takes. A couple of fast questions, real quick. All right. Um, Isaiah Thomas is now on the Wizards. Do you think Isaiah Thomas still has something left in the tank to be able to prove to somebody that he's worth a valid size contract? Um, that's what he's playing for—a contract right now. Okay, he has a one-year deal. One-year deal with the Wizards. Okay, he'll be all right. He'll be, he, he, he gonna try to ball out the most he can. Of course. Why you, not? You think he'll give he'll give us at least about like eighteen and six a game so that he can try to get a mid-level exception somewhere. A mid-level contract There's no John Wall coming, of course. <laughs> no it's only going to be him and Bradley Beal jugging up shots. Right, and this bad versus Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's a free agent in the 2021 summer. Jesus Christ. Pull up that man contract real quick. <laughs> Pull that contract. Woo. Yeah, and next is John Wall. 
I want to. I want to see how many millions he's getting to sit down. Who? John, yeah, John Wall's contract is wicked. Jeez. I saw a picture of him on Instagram the other day. He he got the boot off now. Oh, he finally has the boot off. Got the huh? boot off now. Brad Bill is getting twenty seven this year. How many more years? Twenty seven this year, and he has the next the year after that is twenty eight. Just one year. Oh, he has one more year. Yes, this this season and the season after that, he'll be twenty seven after the bad. next season. Twenty eight going into free agency. That's not bad. Right, really, some good position. Somebody, somebody be able to. See I think him. somebody might. Don't be surprised if we get trade. If you trade for him, I don't think they're gonna try. I don't think they're gonna give a Bradley Bill, man. Like Bradley Bill is the only like he's their last saving grace as a as a, as a like he's their only piece. They were trying to trade him before, trying to get Lonzo. They were trying to get Lonzo, been dumb trying to get shit. a package for Lonzo and everybody else, but it was just too much money. That'd have been dumb as shit. Why? For them to get Lonzo, give it was Bradley, Lonzo and a couple other players from the Lakers, and a couple other players. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to say if they try, you got to match the money, man. Right. right. You got to match, match the, the money. money. Well, what basketball really is, what I'm realizing more and more as I get older, what basketball really is, yeah. it's a marketplace. Well, well, not when I say basketball, let me break it down. Let me be more specific. When it comes to understanding like free agency and understanding player movement and stuff like that, it's all about understanding the marketplace, right. how much the marketplace values certain players, and how much. Certain types of players and how much a player is worth to the market. Period. It's all once about you, time, right. timing. Once you understand, once you understand how much a player is worth to a market, how yeah. once you understand how much a player is worth to a team, right. then it makes it easy for you as a GM to now move pieces around. And that's why I'm saying, True. I understand the next strategy by signing guys with team options for the next year. But True. if you look at the season seasons prior, mm-hmm. if you look at those same type of players that the Knicks are signing now, <laughs> those type of players they they got traded for nothing. Yeah, those are your Wilson Chandler, right. your you Gallinari. You're not getting a first round pick for those guys. Nah, Heck, not. the first round pick that they took, they Frank the kid is not even worth the first round pick nah, right now. He's not even worth the he's not even worth the paper they wrote the the draft pick right. on. <laughs> he's not even worth that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Jimmy Butler going to Miami. How do you feel about that? <laughs> that Jimmy Butler to Miami was he a to be happy. personal decision. Right, he, just to, yo, he just wants to be happy. Yo, and I He's always like, tell people, exactly, everybody want to win championships. Facts, but you know, like you said, Atlanta, Atlanta's, Atlanta's decent, but Atlanta's, Atlanta's, Atlanta's decent. but y'all got that scrub that we sent y'all. Uh, Alan Crab can't shoot. <laughs> Have fun with it. <laughs> but the team, I, I know you like Atlanta. But the team, if I had NBA League packs, you know the team I would be looking at? Oh. New Orleans Pelicans, baby. They oh. even got J.J. Redick. Yo, they trying. Yo, I've never seen a team go from zero training your best player to maybe being better without the best player that was on your team. They look good. That's a fact, though. That's um, a fact. They got a complete starting five. You got Zion, Drew Holiday, J.J. Redick, Ingram, Lonzo. I don't even think Lonzo go to is Lonzo start now? No. Lonzo's now coming off the bench. Who's starting? Who's your starting five if you're the Pelicans? You went from your best player leaving to now you got so many players. These you don't even know who you're starting. You don't even know who you're start. <laughs> Yo. Yo, but I, oh, I've been saying that for the longest. This is probably one of the best trades I've ever seen for a superstar player. They got so much back in this deal. Facts. All the players that you mentioned, not to mention, they also got all of those draft picks. Facts. They drafted DeAndre Hunter this year with the fourth pick. And DeAndre Hunter's the type of player where you could throw him into the, you could throw him into your rotation, and he'll be that he'll be a, uh, a defensive wing. Mm-hmm. They don't need another scoring wing. They got they got people who can put the ball in the basket. Who's your starting five, bro? Who's your starting I'm, five? I might I might bring JJ off the bench and have Lonzo start though. Really? Yeah, I like I like I like Lonzo. You go do it young. Yeah, I like I like I like Lonzo. So um, why bring JJ in? If you're bringing in JJ Redick, a proven veteran who was starting, you're not. He ain't coming there to come off the bench. He's not coming from. 
the Sixers all the way to New Orleans to come off the bench, bro. So why do we get Lonzo? Lonzo's supposed to run our offense, right? Why do we get Lonzo? If he's not going to run our offense, why are we have him? Lonzo's just part of the package. Your point guard could really be Drew Holiday. It could be Drew Holiday, but I like Drew at the two more than I like Facts. him at the one. I, I do. That's, that's why I would want to keep him. That's why I would bring JJ off the bench and have Lonzo run the point. But the reason why they got JJ was to spread the floor. Because you got Zion. You got these big guards. You got Okafor who's trying to make a name for himself. He's coming off the bench, of course. Yeah. But you got these other guys to open up the space for Zion. Because they're going to be running things through Zion. Zion needs shooters around him. Kind of like the LeBron effect. So... You got Drew can shoot. You got JJ can shoot. You got Zion at the two. You're going to have what? Ingram at the four? Ingram at the four. Who's your You, who's said, your you said Zion at the three? Yeah. I kind of want Zion at the four, though. Too little. Too little. He's strong, though. He's strong, but. He's six, seven, but he's strong, though. He's a strong six, seven, a big six, seven. He's going to. Because I don't, I don't see, like, Zion's not. Mm-hmm. I don't see him as a three. I don't see him as an NBA three. I feel like you gotta have a, a more of a consistent jumper and more of a boy, a, a tighter boy handler to be an NBA but three. That's why you got shooters, man. Look at your boy Ben Simmons. <laughs> 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 the only reason why Zion's not bringing it up the court is because Drew Holiday's there, and you got JJ. Well, outside of that, they understand the fact that Zion's is not a point guard. So right, they know his position, but I think Zion's gonna be working on his shot. So you got those two guards. See, that's the problem. That's the whole thing. What I was saying. I don't know. There's not going to be no time for Josh Hart. Lonzo Ball. Uh, who else they got? Yeah, there's no time for Josh Hart. <laughs> I don't know where. Now that they got JJ, I don't know what's going to happen to Josh Hart. Might flip him. They're going to have to. They're might probably going to have to. Might ship him somewhere. Jesus, man. They got, they got a lot yeah. of draft picks. They got a lot of draft picks on their, on their hands right now. They could do it. They could get busy. Pull up. Pull up. Who made the playoffs last year? They can get busy with Because I think I think the Pelicans are going to make the playoffs. Because you always know there's going to be teams that are going to kick, get kicked out. So, so what was the top eight last year? Top eight last year, Warriors, Nuggets, Trailblazers, Rockets, Jazz, Thunder, Spurs, Clippers. All right. Out of those teams, out of those eight, who's not making it? So let's say the Clippers don't get Kawhi. They're not making it. Mm, yeah, because they're going to be too dismantled. And they didn't re up enough. The Warriors players. aren't gonna. The Warriors aren't gonna be a, a top seed. They're not gonna be a top four seed this year. So you got Clippers not making the playoffs. Warriors ain't gonna be a top four. This is gonna be a hot take. I don't think the Spurs making the playoffs. I was gonna say that, but I wasn't sure if I, I was ready Spurs. to say. It. I was looking at them. I was like, I don't know I'm if I'm ready. ready to say that. I'm born ready, baby. <laughs> Spurs ain't making the and playoffs. And they barely made the playoffs this year. Sorry, my man, Just. If you listen, sorry, man. They ain't making it. <laughs> so who's taking those spots? Jazz. I think Jazz gonna make. Jazz the gonna make it again. Definitely. Lakers are making it, and who and the Pelicans are making it. So La- Lakers and Pe- Lakers, the Pelicans could possibly make it. But my thing is this though: what about Sacramento and Dallas? Mm. See, Sac- uh, Sacramento, Sacramento barely missed Dallas, the playoffs last year, and they, they're gonna get better this year. Who's their point guard? Who's Dallas point guard? Dallas point. Dallas point. They got a lot of forwards. They don't have a point guard right now. Yeah. The, the offense runs through Luca. True. But you gotta figure out our offense with with with, with your that's boy. Why, that's Christos. what I was saying too. Though I was wondering why D'Angelo didn't try to go to his team like Dallas. Like why wasn't Dallas? Like Dallas? I don't think they had the money. Did, wait, time out. The Dallas? I think Dallas might have acquired Goran Dragic. I don't know if they. I don't know if they figured out everything I on the money end. But in so. in the, in the Nets, uh, Jimmy Butler trade, he got sent to Dallas, but they couldn't. They didn't situate the money yet. I don't right. know if they ever figured that out. But that's what I'm saying. Like there's gonna be teams that's not making the playoffs. Jazz gonna make it. Thunder. Thunder might be that French team that might not make it. Don't be surprised. All right? Let, we, know two, we know at least one team making it that didn't make it, and that's the Lakers. 
Yeah, they don't have Goron anymore. They wait. The Lakers are definitely making it. right? Lakers are definitely making it. So who's kicking them out of this spot? They, they can easily click, click, so click the Clippers, Clippers yeah. them out. So you're saying Spurs, Thunder, Jazz, Rockets, Trailblazers, Nuggets. Nuggets are making it. Nuggets are making it. Trailblazers are making it. Rockets are making it. Jazz are making it. Fact. The Warriors are going to make it. The Warriors might make it. The Warriors are going to definitely be around Warriors here. Gonna in this. They're going to be in that 7 to 11 range. Fighting for Warriors are going to make though. it. I think the Pelicans are going to make it too, bro. You think the Pelicans are going to make you it? You think Zion, Zion is good enough to, to make his team a playoff team right away? Zion, you got JJ, good veteran. You got Drew can, who can ball. Always love Drew Holiday. It depends I on both ends of the floor, too. I, it also depends on the young dudes. Is Ingram going to ball? That's what I'm saying. Is Ingram going to be able to? <laughs> yeah, I know. I ain't go front, though. Ingram, the thing with Ingram, Ingram couldn't play with LeBron. Anytime when LeBron was out, Ingram was balling. But him and LeBron can't play to each other. So You're I think right. that we, I, I'm sure. interested to see what how how he's going to take the next leap in, in um, New Orleans. But New Orleans is going to be a fun team to watch. New Orleans is going to be a fun team to watch. I like New Orleans. New Orleans and Dallas are my two underdog um, NBA League Pass fun teams Son, to watch. Son, you, you buying League Pass, son? You going to put that on the uh, business account? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, son, because if you are, man, I'll come through. I'll find a way. Come through. I'm going to find a way to get up. You know we got things <laughs> to do. <laughs> nah, I'm going to find a way to get League Pass next year, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely keeping an eye on those teams. Oh man, <laughs> y'all know I'm not bugging, bro. There's somebody on Atlanta's team that 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 it's not Atlanta. It was Trey Young, John Collins, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, and I was excited about one more piece. I can't I can't think about it anymore. But I'm I'm also I'm also gonna be watching some a lot of host games this year too. John Collins and Trey Young got a little Steve Young and Mark Stoudemire <laughs> connection going on, so I'm, I'm happy I mean, for that. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to. I'm um, not going. Yeah, we're not, not definitively about, yet. What's his name? Uh, Trey Young. I mean, he, he did his thing towards the. <clears throat> I think I'm still going through puberty, man. My voice is changing all the time. <laughs> voice changing, been changing throughout the whole show. I know, man. right? Now, sorry on? about that, ladies and gentlemen. But um, I think Trey Young. <sighs> Listen. It's going to be interesting to watch. He's very undersized. He's he's a volume shooter. That's what they call people who jack it up now. They don't call them chucks anymore. Right, they call them volume shooters. Volume shooters. That's the new, shooters. That's the new, that's the new scene. That's Kobe was a volume shooter. <laughs> First time I ever heard that, I said, what? You mean a chuck? Exactly. A volume shooter. That's exactly what it is. A chuck. New name for chuck. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how Trey Young's career goes. You think it's gonna to go to trajectory of Steph Curry, or exactly that's exactly what I'm saying, or is it gonna be more like a lot uh, to ask for, man? Who, you, what is Trey Young gonna turn into? Trey Young's gonna turn into a twenty and ten NBA point guard. Twenty and ten. Twenty and ten. Yeah. Wow. He's gonna be able to consistently wow. give you twenty and ten a night. I think so. So what? What is what? What would who would you compare him to? That we've seen it before. Who who would you compare him to? He reminds me of like a. <sighs> I don't want to. You can't say Steph. But no, but a part I don't of think me he has the dribble. A part of me, a part of me. That's yo. And he's I, smaller. I, I like the Steve Nash comparison, but mm. I don't want people to get carried away and be like, oh, he like. Nash like, was my, my thing is this though: when I compare players to other players. I don't. It's not a mono we mono thing. It's more right, of a right, play style right. thing. Right, right, right. So when I, I compare you. him to Steve Nash, it's not that he is Steve Nash, but he's like he he plays like Steve Nash. He has, he has a lot of Steve Nash qualities. He's not as good as Steve Nash. Steve Nash six three. He's not as good as Steve Nash, but he has a lot of he plays like Steve Nash. Like I said, 
He's just Steve Nash on a lower scale. It's kind of like the same way you feel about Kobe and Jordan mm-hmm. or Kobe and Kawhi. They're similar, they're similar styles of players, just on different scales. But I, I compare, I compare him to a Steve Nash. His like his his, his court vision, his passing is great, and he's a great shooter. Great shooter. <laughs> great. A good volume shooter. Good volume. That sounds a little better. Good volume shooter. But and it's, it's, you also have to take into consideration that he was a rookie and he had the green light, and yeah. teams didn't really get the chance to really see him for a whole season and play True. against him. Donovan Mitchell went up and went up against that this year. A situation you know came back for sophomore year. Everybody kind of figured me out a little bit, and now I got to adjust. And he still he was able to adjust. Now we got to see if Trey Young's gonna be able to adjust. Now we got to see how Trey Young's gonna be able to adjust. But I mean, th- those are the teams. I'm 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 gonna keep an eye out on Atlanta. That's your team. And I want you to keep an eye out on Port Pelicans because I think they're nah, gonna. We watch the Pelicans. Think they're gonna look, be looking. And really what I like good. about the Pelicans too, the Pelicans got a lot of eight nine o'clock starts. Oh, like really? you, you can you can sneak you can sneak a Pelicans game in because they don't you know because uh-huh. the Pelicans are in Louisiana so they're right. a little close they're a little East Coastish to us yeah, yeah so they, yeah, they got right. like eight nine o'clock starts it's sense. not like the Lakers now you really gotta you really gotta be <laughs> 10, waiting for 30, that 11 10, 30, 11, 30, <laughs> ain't 11 no way. Starter. that's crazy ain't no way son ain't no but way I'm that's why I'm glad that's why I'm glad the mecca of all basketball is back on the East Coast the mecca of basketball is now situated right here in the heart of Brooklyn. The Barclays, Flatbush, and Atlantic Avenue, baby. The Mecca. It's just a beautiful day, I man. I, I can now come home, a long day of work, long day of class, all stressed out. <laughs> I can just turn on my TV, Scott, turn to S&Y, and just sit down. And just, yes, Network. Sorry, my bad. And just watch some <laughs> S&Y. Good, good basketball. Good, good basketball this year. I will, I will say, though, I'm glad that I don't have to have League Pass, or I don't need to rely on League Pass <laughs> to watch Kyrie Irving play this year. It's going to be good. So, let's look at, let's let's end it with this. Let's pull up the East. Who made the playoffs in the East? Let's see who's making it, who's not making it. Making it, who's, so who's leaving? Who's so, leaving? So, who's so, so we down? have Bucks, Raptors, Sixers, Celtics, Pacers, Nets, Magic, and Pistons. Magic, you think the Magic going to be there next year? They re-signed mm. Vucevic. Magic made the playoffs? Yeah, they made the play. They played, remember, they played Toronto in the first round. Wow. And, right. and Toronto was looking a little, little nervous in game mm. one. Somehow went, went, went on to win the race. I don't think the Magic's making it. I don't think the Matter of fact, it's like this with the East. Out of the teams that didn't make it, which is the Hornets, the Heat, the Wizards, the Hawks, the Bulls, Cavs, and the Knicks, who's making it? Nobody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 I think it's going to be the first year it's the, or what the, same, the, the same, same exact team. team. There's a little change Just in the little change in the guard a little, little bit. five to six, right. little three to Seven, it's gonna be the like same exact wow. teams. It's gonna be wow. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Actually, heat, 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 but did he definitely sneak in there and kick out the Magic or the Pistons? Yeah, like that. yeah. How yeah. do you, do you think? Do you think that the Nets are gonna be a top four seed this year with Kyrie and team? Oh, that's a good question. See, we didn't really talk because like, think about it, nuts they, and bolts. All they did the was Nets. they upgraded from Kyrie, right? They upgraded from D'Angelo to Kyrie, right? So that would automatically mean that they they should win a couple of what? A couple more, I, seven so, more so, games or so. So let's 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 look at it like this, and I'm gonna get your 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 perspective on this. Mm, let's hear this. Do we both agree that Kyrie is a better player than than D'Angelo? Yeah. Can you agree? Can we agree to that? We agree to that. Okay. Number two. Can we agree? Can we agree that this is where Kyrie actually wants to be? <laughs> so he says. <laughs> right. So he, he says. says this is where you want to be. 
Grew up a Nets fan. Right, I'm a whole lot of question on the grown ass man about what he wants to do there, with his career. There you go. So being that the team is pretty much intact from last year, all you did was just minus some fat. You picked up, I think it was Wilson Chandler. Who else they picked up? They picked up somebody else. Another good piece. It was Wilson Chandler. It was one other person. Garrett Temple. Yes. And somebody else. I think. Right? So you. So those are good wing defenders as well. Mm-hmm. I see them being a top four, top five team. Because I don't. Because, all right, put it like this. Raptors, if they stay the same. If, if Kawhi comes back, okay, I'll give it to the Raptors. That's be up there with one. Um, Boston. Bucks are gonna be one and two. Raptors and Bucks are gonna be one and two if, if Kawhi if stays. If Kawhi stays, right. Sixers, Sixers I think are gonna struggle a little bit. But because of their length and athleticism on a night in, night out basis, they're just gonna be too much for some teams mm-hmm. in, in the East. It's, they're gonna be able to eat real good off the East. Right. Because they just have too much length and too much athleticism. Right. Celtics, I think they're gonna be all right. I think they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna have a come to Jesus moment, and they're <laughs> gonna just moment. and and they're gonna blame everything on, Co- on Kyrie. On, on Kyrie yeah. Exactly. And say, yo, let's come together and galvanize and, and show and the also, world. Also, don't forget, guys, wait patiently for that story that's coming out of Boston about mm-hmm. how Kyrie was the real issue and how Kyrie did all these things that nobody ever talked about. Of course, about. but now that he's Kyrie. gone, we have the outlet to speak about it because he can't tell us nothing. Ex- he's gone. So wait go. for that story coming soon. Of course, and don't sleep on the Pacers. Pacers were a really good team, but they lost their best they lost player. Their best player. They still had the best player, right? And they, they gave them a gave gave a good run in the playoffs, even though they didn't have like the best player. I agree with that. So I think the Nets I'm not looking at the Nets as I don't think they're gonna be able to go to the conference finals. No, no. of course not. But I think they're gonna get out the first round. Depending on their placement. Out of first round. I think it'll be a second round. round out. Second round out. They're gonna be better than the first round. And then we'll just have to wait and see what what Kevin Durant, who Kevin Durant is when he comes back. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I just feel Kevin Durant's one of those guys. That needs external motivation. He listens to everything. And what I respect is that despite him getting involved with the media and all the things and going back and forth with people, it never affects his game on the court. So my thing is, why can't I be petty if it doesn't mess up what I'm doing on the court? Why can't I go back at a reporter that's always bad mouth for me? Why can't I go at that person? I'm human. We do it. Like, if somebody was getting at me at work mm-hmm. and said something about me, I'm going to say something to them. Right, I'm coming back at you. Exactly. I'm going to have to have a conversation with you because you're seeing something that's 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 putting down my character, putting right. down me as a person. My 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 productivity. You so, know you know how that is though. You know we we think athletes are superhumans and they should they should have you know how we you it's know not how we us cuz I think when me, I say you, us I mean as far as like the media yeah. as a whole as, but not I even just right. fans too though. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, fans say us. do as well. You're right. Fans do as well. Fans do as Cause well. Cuz fans have the most unrealistic expectations. And I don't even think the media's the media's intentions uh, the media's like narratives aren't even intentional. The media's doing their job but they're not realizing how that's affecting the lives of real athletes on the other end. Facts. I agree. Like that's that's my thing with the media. I, I don't think they realize how that affects people on the other end. But this was a pretty interesting free. This is a pretty <laughs> you know, I like, Yo, I like the fact that every season now we can ex- we can anticipate excitement in the free in off like, even next year. It's not it's not a great free agency team coming out next year. Free no, agency no. um class next year. Nah. But I still expect some exciting stuff to happen. Yo, I think the main thing to happen. I think the main thing that I'm feeling is you can honestly say Sunday in free agency, that little weekend of Saturday and Sunday was like more exciting than almost every game in the in the finals. That day where you're like, yo, where's Durant gonna go? What's going on with Kawhi? That 
like that was exciting. No, like it was. you were hype. Yo, in the finals, when once once Kevin Durant went out and once Clay it was Thompson, over. it was, it was like, everybody uh, everybody's mind was on free, free agency. agency. Not even the draft. Free, free agency. agency. Exactly. Because we knew what was gonna happen with the draft. We exactly. all, my mind was on one, free two, agency. Three. <laughs> well, but I, I, hopefully by the time we put this out, well, I'm, put, I'm about to put this out right now. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Kawhi. Yeah. Just, hopefully Kawhi. Not even. Only reason I'm saying Lakers is because we already discussed Lakers. Yeah, yeah hope we could yeah, Kawhi decides to go the there. And, and and I hope not. I hope he doesn't go to the Lakers, man. This is gonna be too hard for Brooklyn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all gonna get tired of me. But that, everything's but, but gonna that's be. That's why. Brooklyn. That's why I was a little confused as to why I even traded D'Angelo to, to to the to Golden State. Why not? Because now, well, it's not gonna hurt nah, us. Because you still gotta get through all those other dudes in the West. <laughs> we. Uh, I mean, He's not, I get you're, it, you're not trading him within now, the same conference, right? Because now it's like if if you don't trade him to Golden State, right? Now that just makes the road easier for anybody coming out of the West. That just makes the road easier for like the Lakers. For exactly. Example. So exactly. I, I, I I guess. Exactly. I, th- I think Golden State's gonna end up flipping him though. He's gonna end up flipping him. I, I'm just curious to see what they're gonna get from. Him. They're gonna, gonna get see. some magic beans and a player. Too. I'm dead. <laughs> That's about it. He ain't getting much. Not at 29 million. The only team like somebody pay. Somebody's willing to take that. I'm telling you. You really think Covington and who else you said from the from the from the from the, from the Timberwolves? Covington and Wiggins. Covington and Andrew. Come on, and my man. my son Derek Rose play for play for the Pistons now. Yeah, man, he got his money. He got, he got I his was money wrong. I thought somebody was gonna max his ass out, but no, come on now, max. No, his but ass out. if he would have kept playing the way he was playing all the way through, man, he got hurt yeah, towards yeah, the yeah. end again. Yeah, one fifty point game. He got hurt. Yeah, one fifty point came, game and 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 we all of a sudden he was preaching the MVP Derrick Rose. No, not season. me, not me. <laughs> I was like, yo, who's gonna be stupid enough to give that brother a max deal? Who's gonna be stupid enough to watch all this? Well, clearly you, you was the only one that thought he was gonna get one. Uh, yes, I did think I did think <laughs> someone's gonna be stupid enough to give him one. But remember, I said my disclaimer was if he continues to be consistent, he didn't be consistent towards the end. And you heard rumblings about injuries, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. knees, and everything like that. I felt he was just going to keep pushing. Listen, if he was pushing, 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 the way he was playing, somebody would have gave him something around 60. Shoot, Patrick Beverly got 60-something million. Yeah. You think they would have given that to Derrick Rose? Redemption story? Come on. <sighs> My son Julius Dead got 63. I'm just so mad that we, that, that, that <laughs> they, you know, just yeah. being the objective New Yorker that I am, uh-huh. I'm just so mad that they decided they were going to take up guys like Reggie Bullock and Todd Gibson and... And um, who's who's the other guy, son? Somebody, yo. Bullock, on, Gibson. Let me, let me and end up, I don't even want to end here, but let me end here, son. Bullock, Gibson, one other player. I can't even think of who the other player is. Randall. Julius Randall. I'm, no, I'm, I'm okay with Randall, but it was it was three other guys that they signed that I was. Bobby Portis, yeah. Bobby Portis, Junior, yeah. I'm just like, what's going on How they gave him? <laughs> I'm, what's going on? I think they gave him 16 over two seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. I said, why? Well, eight, eight That's not bad. I don't know, man, but listen. Got to fill up the roster, Brad, Bradley, Bradley Bill is going to be a, a free agent in 2021 like season. Man, we'll be going after him. I like Bradley Bill, bro. <laughs> I really we'll do. We'll be going after him. I wanted, I, wanted, um, I wanted the Lakers to go after him. Yeah, last year I did. Last but, year I did. But he's making too much money. He's making gobs of money. It's hard to fill him on the roster and make the trade. You got to give up too much to, to get that money Right, but not what it's, it's, it's what the first week in July. The next time you on the show, what, what will we be discussing? Oh, next time we here, it's gonna be all football, football all day. NFL, you got, I'm gonna have to switch my whole research around. <laughs> it's gonna be Jets, Giants, uh, NFC East, AFC East. You know who's coming out of the NFC East? You got your Cowboys, you got your Philadelphia Eagles, you got your Giants, you got your Redskins. Then you got your AFC East, you got your Miami, you got oh, brother. 
the evil empire in New England Patriots. <laughs> you got your Jets. Can never, can never, can never count them boys out. Huh? And you got your Dolphins. <laughs> oh, and Buffalo Bills, of course. So yeah, next time we're gonna be talking football because right now everything's basketball. Everything's basketball. Right now, time. training camp's going on in the NFL. Yeah, believe it or not, but. Not even. The, yeah, I don't I'm, even think I'm, the NFL people are watching I won't, the NFL. I won't, right. I won't even have many takes for you, but I definitely have a lot of football questions coming your way. Absolutely. Football, because you know football is not really my sport, but I'm, I'm, I'm we getting on it. it, son. We yeah, on it. Yeah, we on it. This is what the about the fourth time or something like that. Three, three. I'm keeping track. Uh, I, like, I, like the, <laughs> <laughs> I forget about him. The chemistry is getting there. Red pill, always a pleasure, man. Oh man, definitely, definitely love it. You've been listening to the King Belly Podcast. You can follow the King Belly Pod on Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the Kimberly Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Your support is greatly appreciated. This beat was produced and engineered by Nigel Pierre Bryant. You can check out more of his records on his production page on Instagram at produced by period and.